Cannonball. I'm Sam. This cast looks very familiar to me. I'm going to have some questions. I'm Jackie. The movie that gave us Ralph Nader. I'm Justin, and this is Cannonball on Stinker Madness. Hello, welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm Justin, that's Jackie, that's Sam. That means you're listening to a podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. Uh, this week on the show, currently streaming on Tubi TV and possibly some other uh, with ads streaming services, is 1976 Cannonball. Not Cannonball Run, Cannonball, starring uh, David Carradine. Dick Miller's in there. We got a smattering of Sylvester Stallone directed by uh, uh, Paul Bartel from last week. Paul Bartel. From two weeks ago and before we got the break there. Yeah, and uh, produced by Roger Corman. Sam, have at it. So Cannonball, the race, they did the movie backwards. They went from from, uh, Santa Monica to... Cannonball. New York, whereas it's from a bakery in New York to Redondo mm-hmm. Beach is what you're supposed to do. Uh, mm-hmm. It was originally the brainchild of Brock Yates, and it wasn't to see how fast Brock Yates could do it. They didn't do it as a race the first time. The first cannonball was Brock Yates, his son, uh, and their friend Jason Williams, and the other editor at uh, Car and Driver was... Uh, part of the conception. It was meant to protest the 55 mile per hour speed limit as a method of consuming less gas. Weird (laughs) that there's been gas crises this whole time and nothing has ever been done to not make more gas crises. Just bad decisions like making people drive slower. That'll do it. That'll save a gallon or two a year, maybe. (laughs) Or just more speeding tickets, probably. That's that's what it's about, Sam. It's the speeding tickets. Everybody loves a speeding ticket, right? America! Woo! We run on Dunkin' and speeding tickets. Mm -hmm. Car companies don't do anything. The only really SUV is like current gas cars get shittier mileage than they got in the 90s. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What? And they also go like way, 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 way faster than you could possibly ever go. Like if you buy an Econo box now, it goes as fast as any of the cars in this movie. Probably faster. Like if you were to buy a new Honda Civic, the base model, you're going to get worse gas mileage than a 76 Corvette <laughs> and go. <laughs> Three times the speed it can go. <laughs> I don't know, but like in the nineties, cars got like thirty-five miles to the scout gallon and did a buck twenty, right? Uh-huh, that right. they made better cars thirty years ago, uh, and they were fuel efficient. But whatever. Um, then they decided to turn it into a race, and in the second one, uh, Dan Gurney, the uh, guy who won twenty-four hours, of, the American that won uh, twenty-four hours of Le Mans at one point, and Brock Yates did it in a. Ferrari 365 GTB4 Daytona in 35 hours mm-hmm. and 54 minutes, which would get later broken by a minute until 
The, the Jaguar, the Jaguar XJS? SJS did it in 32 hours. SJS, you XJS ignorant son of a bitch. Is, I thought I <laughs> You had one. <laughs> I did. It's a V12. Uh, I think it held the record for what, year? Two years? No, it's before the, the official. Because there's like, every record since is unofficial, right? Mm. The yeah, official, right, right, right. the last official was 1979, and they did it in 32 hours. They shaved two hours, 32 hours and 51 minutes. They shaved two hours off of what was the fastest time. Um, so it's the a cocaine, very uh, comfortable car. So the cocaine was just getting more better, easier to find. Yeah. It's more comfortable is probably why, because it's hell, it's not as fast as the Ferrari. It's just... No. But uh, very comfy. apparently, and Brock Yates said, because he was writing the article about it in Car and Driver, um, at no point did they ever exceed 175 miles an hour. <laughs> That's... 174, yeah, but not 175. No, they got to 175. They just didn't push it any harder than that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, but it's fast. Where they were at is they were averaging just over 80. When you time and distance, they averaged over a little over 80 miles an hour the whole way. Whereas that XJS mm. averaged 87 miles an hour, which gotcha. is that's okay. for, that's 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 a clip to average yep. that because you got to slow down right. for towns and shit like yeah. Right. Averaging 87 from New York to Redondo Beach is pretty fucking fast. Yeah, you're hauling, hauling some buns. Uh, uh, and I'm sure that the, uh, I mean, they kind of dabble into that in this movie, Jackie, about the uh, the drugs. I mean, you got to be on something, right? No. No? Well, yeah, I think that. Speedball Trucker is a song about going across the United States by Jim oh, Croce. Yeah. And I yeah. think that, that that was probably part of the Cannonball Run, right? Because you have to stay up for the whole 36 hours. You're not going to take a nap in the middle of it. No, you switch drivers right. halfway through. One, yeah, I guess you that's what That's what that, Dave but... Gurney and or, um, Dan Gurney and... Brock Yates did, and they sort of established that pattern. The first time they did it, they didn't stop either in the van. It was the Moon Trash 2. It was the Dodge conversion van with a bunch of sponsorship stickers all over it, and they just switched They switched drivers three times, and they never stopped. It's, uh... What do you mean, they never stopped? They just did the old, like, flip over while they're no, going 85 like, miles you an just, hour? You I mean, sit on my lap and van, I've done from this. underneath It's you. really fucking stupid. No, they stopped and changed drivers, but they didn't, like... <laughs> take naps or anything you said they never stopped they might have done it because i did it once and the conversion has just enough room that one person goes low and one person goes high Uh and you kind of like hop over to the top of each other and then there's already enough play in a dodge steering wheel that even if you nudge it it's not going to really move the car a whole lot while you're going 70 i wouldn't recommend it is that the parking brake are you just happy to see me hey (laughs) oh the parking brake was a crank (laughs) under the dash on that dodge so you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Well, yeah. don't don't have fun with the idea of swapping seats, Sam. By all means, don't run with you know boners or anything like that. This is not that kind of yeah. Podcast. It's not a a man to man boner. It's a fear boner <laughs> because we're going seventy. Why do you think David Carradine always had, always had female co pilots in all these movies? He doesn't no? have fear boners. Yeah, he's like, uh, uh, is that uh? Uh, belt around my neck, or you're, you just well, hmm. that, that wasn't much <laughs> that guy was afraid of. Oh, nope, that's my belt. Sorry, <laughs> I no. guess that doesn't work when you're choking yourself. So, Paul Bartel made this 
pretty much right after Death Race. It took a year to make Death Race, and Death Race didn't cost very much, and it made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Corman said, if it wouldn't have been so outlandish and it would have been more real, people would have liked it more. And Paul well, Bartel's like, I don't think you fucking know what you're talking about, but here's the deal, Roger. You only paid me five grand for that, and it took me all year. I made $5,000 last year. I'm fucking broke, so what do you want me to do? And he's like, do it again, just make it more real. And he's like, fucking whatever, I don't care. As long as you're paying me more, that's fine. And I have an honest living for a while. So he makes this. This does okay. This costs 780000 which is kind of a lot. Uh, yeah, for and a Corman movie. I think a lot of that cost is the crashes, which I think is just, like, tipping their cap to uh, H.P. Halicki and Gone in 60 Seconds, which happened a few years before this. That has a lot of car crashes. Um, so wait, can we pause for just a second? Because you mentioned sure. Death Race, and I, that's the one I think I, that I saw where he's Frankenstein. Yes. Okay. It's the movie before this, Jackie. That's what Sam was just right. saying. So, but is it was it just me, or were the all the same people in this movie too? Pretty, Pretty much. much all the same people, except Bill McKinney, that's in a lot of Clint Eastwood movies, is the bad guy in this one. He wasn't in Death Race. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you've got. Uh, what's her name? Uh, his best friend, the Zippo. No, that's not Paul Bartel's best friend. Let me specify. Um, the gal that was in Death Race that was a Warhol girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, she's the van lady the, uh, in this one, right? Mary Warrenov. Yeah, and then also uh, Stallone's co-pilot was the affair lady in this. Yeah. And the and obviously Stallone was in this. Yeah, well, I'll just do the the cameos right now. Joe Dante, Eleanor Cush, Jonathan Kaplan, Roger Corman, Don Simpson, Don Simpson, Martin yeah. Scorsese, and Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And Don Simpson uh, da- uh, had a hand in writing this too, didn't he? The Don Simpson. Don Simpson. Goddamn, The Rock, Don Simpson. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop. Don Simpson Don was Simpson. dead when The Rock happened, wasn't he? It was still a Simpson Bruckheimer. Okay, maybe he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, You're not yet. No, I don't. No, think it was so. like two thousand. Two thousand four, right? The Rock. No, that's you when Don Simpson asshole. died. Yeah, the I Rock was, was like we were in high school when The Rock came out. <laughs> yeah. I remember going. That movie was, you know, actually that year because it was Independence Day, The Rock, and uh, Eraser. Mm-hmm. All came out. That was like a huge summer blockbuster. And I remember thinking Eraser was good. And I watched it again. I was like, this is a turd. <laughs> yep. This uh, whole yeah, time, I thought we were talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, not that rock. The rock with Nick Cage. Yeah, I caught on. <laughs> That's who you are, man. You're the rocket man. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. Zing. You've never seen the rogue. No. <laughs> I think no, that's you like... have because we didn't we revisit it for a no, streaming I, we've never, We've never. I haven't watched I, the rock in eons. I thought we did an episode. Well, we should probably but do an episode on that. I just don't shit. see how that's possible that you haven't seen the rock, man. That movie was huge. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And I that's why I was confused. And I thought we were talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm like. The Rock was the Rock was a thing when this guy we were talking about was still alive. God damn it, Nicholas Cage! We're gonna have to break into the Rock. 
And Harris is like, ah, rah, 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 America screwed me over. Yeah. And Michael Bay's like, explosion, explosion, explosion. And Harris is like, I think I in, 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 inadvertently spawned the neoconservative movement. <laughs> right. This is MAGA. Are we MAGA? <laughs> Oops. Launch those rockets. Oh, anyway, so after this, because he, Paul Bartel was apparently right that no one would like it. I mean, they, they did okay. Um, mm-hmm. And probably just because this whole theme of being pissed off about having to drive slow was, was you know, people were behind stuff like this. But, right. you know, million and a half isn't that great for this. So eventually, Paul Bartel would be able to, he financed eating Raul on his own for 230000 to get out of Corman's house, basically. And uh, that thing made $10 million. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I, have I also, like Paul I've also never heard of that movie. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine, honey. That's that's not a... What? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I like Paul Bartel. He's uh, he's awesome in Death Race, obviously. And then uh, he's uh, awesome in uh, Hollywood Boulevard, one of my favorites. Uh, that he's the main in. He's the movie producer. Like, he's the same guy in every movie. He's basically. The, he's awesome in this, playing yeah, piano awesome while this. Dick Miller's getting the shit beat out of him. Right. <laughs> and like, his song is like telling him how to beat the shit out of Dick Miller too. It's just fucking oh, great. Kick him in the balls. <laughs> yes. Punch him in the face. Uh, this was interesting because Robert Carradine got in on the action too, from Revenge of the Nerds and. What's yeah. weird is that Robert Carradine actually was doing those low formula races. He won an alarmingly high percentage of his races before he decided to just concentrate on acting. Mm-hmm. But uh, see, and I asked yeah. Justin who that guy was. I was like, that guy looks really familiar. Revenge of the Nerds guy. And I was yeah. like, Justin, I know that that guy's been in other things. What has he been in? Justin's like, I don't know. I don't know who that fucker guy is. That's not true. I said that's Dick Miller because that's who I thought you were talking about. No, I was talking about the Revenge of the okay. Nerds guy in the Corvette. Like I recognized right. him, but I just could not put that together. Oh right, yeah, okay. Now I know when you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Robert. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the same guy. Yeah, that's the younger, the youngest of the Carradine three. And even though, so Keith and Robert are brothers, but uh, mm-hmm. David is a half brother because he had a different mom. Right. Also, David Carradine doesn't really know kung fu. No. He's a dancer, and it yep. translated directly. Well, yeah. I guess, because I, I looked at the karate in this, and I was like... Yeah, it's not great. Is this from Oklahoma? What are we doing here? This is dancing. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, He would have kicked no one. He was so slow. He's like, all right, and now run into my foot, please. And, and that's most of David Carradine is run into my foot or my fist. Yeah. He didn't even throw a punch for like the first four fights. And I wrote down kicking only several times. He was like, that's not going to work. You can't only kick. That's ridiculous. Uh, and then and kick and stretch and kick and stretch. His girlfriend, the co-pilot sort of is uh, she's not famous yet, but she will be because she was nominated like. However many times for she was in she was one of the principals in Hill Street Blues. Okay. Yeah. She reminds me of a not busty Linda Carter. That's what I thought too. I'm like, oh, it's not Linda Carter. Speaking of which, today is Linda Carter's birthday. Happy birthday, Linda Carter. And happy yeah, birthday 70- to the twins. Yeah, she's 74. Have you seen the twins lately? I'm sure they're still great. They're still great. She's 74, and it's like, what the hell, lady? I, it's you know, I mean, like 
maybe work, but wow. A Ferrari is <laughs> always going to be a Ferrari. Yeah, right? no shit, huh? Just kind of get better as they get older. Yeah. Not us. <laughs> I am aging like mayonnaise in the sun. I, I guess we might all be Chryslers. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like a I... Pontiac, okay? This is, yeah, right. They have discontinued this model, and there are no extra parts out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, she she also had like like I don't know if Paul Bartel was like all right don't talk normal throughout this entire movie you have to talk like sexy because every line you can't win this race it's just too dangerous you can't go like she doesn't it's just whispering the whole time yeah. don't do it don't do it I'm your parole officer. Like, lady. Uh, she could have just been doing that, right? Like, because she'd been the hot. She could have been on Ludes, too. The hot one in an episode of all these 70s crime shows up until this. And then <coughs> in 81 or 82 or whatever it was, that's when Hill Street Blues came out. So These cops are rough on the street today. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think that works in Dynasty. I don't know if it works in Hill Street Blues. Nothing Today's works letters. in Dynasty. <laughs> Dynasty was just a lewd show. It was lewd. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got? Uh, I, I got one for you. Uh, Gunball Rally. Uh, which came first? This movie or Gunball Rally? The movie. Because they're both 76. I don't know. But they're both so after did it first? Death, death Race. Did it first? Well, I know, but Death Race 2000 isn't like a... I mean, it is a Trans-America race, but the you get points for running people over. I think Death Race this does... This is just who gets there first. Yeah, but Death Race is an expansion of the idea of protesting that that this bullshit is going to be such bullshit that America is going to tear itself apart and that this thing is going to be like how they determine the president. So Death Race is really... So you, you, I'm you counting put, Death Race. You would put Death Race as ground zero for... The Cannonball Run movie. Yes. Like, because that's where this is all going. Yeah, it's Cannonball Run, the most successful of all of them. Okay. All right. Death Race did it first. How about that? Should probably stop calling it Death Race because that movie sucks. It's Death Race Death 2000. Death Race 2000. That movie rules. rules. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who was the guy in Death Race? Well, didn't he become somebody? The like, first Death like Race? Shitty Joel Edgerton. Wasn't it Statham that was? I never saw any of those. I, Wait, was it Statham? It was Statham that was in the first Death Race. You're right. Yeah, that movie sucks. I, I didn't watch uh, any of those. No, they blow. They blow. So, okay. Uh, let's get this going, I guess, guys. Uh, actually, no, let's not. Jackie, uh, who is, uh, well, I would say costume talk, but male or female, who is the most attractive person in this movie? Oh God, a uh, co-pilot lady. Okay. Um, Linda. Linda. Her name was actually Linda. Yeah. Uh, so. Followed closely by the bulge in David Carradine's pants, where he pushed <laughs> all of his junk to the right, like his balls, his wiener, everything, and then just kind of crammed them in. Mm -hmm. And you could see every little curve and nut job that th this man had. You could see two nuts and a wiener tip in almost every shot he was in. That's. That's where the asphyxiation came from, was that his pants were so tight all the time. He was like, the only way I can make this work is if I'm also like, <clears throat> you know, anyone, anyone remember that he died from jerking off with the belt around his yep. neck? Anybody? Okay. I just want to remind everybody because it doesn't seem like it's very funny. And I think it's very funny. 
You know, it's the one time that somebody died when it's like, you stupid bastard. Are you kidding me, Darwin? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but the guy from NXS went the exact same way. Allegedly. There's conspiracy there, Sam. Was it a hit job? Did the record company get involved? Where was the Italian mob in this whole thing? There's questions about Michael Hutchins. Maybe a cat jumped out of and scared him, and then he slipped and then hung himself or something. <laughs> it's the cat that's to blame. I wasn't prepared yeah. for that. <laughs> the, he was changing a light bulb, and the light bulb was stuck, so he used his belt to loosen it up, you know, like a, like a custom-sized wrench, and then it just ended up around his neck. It's all an accident. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things happen. Okay. All right. So this movie starts out with... Uh... God, why is it always a Trans Am? I never get to say Bitch and Camaro. I know. I never get to say Bitch and Camaro. It's always a Trans Am, these movies. Because of Smokey and the Bandit. Well, this is before Smokey I thought the they Bandit. were the same year. 76? I thought 70, or 78 was Smokey God and the Bandit. damn it. Maybe it was 74. Well, either way. Either way. I, I mean... love this car. I liked the coloring on this car. I liked the blue, yellow, and orange on yeah. this car. I thought it looked bitchin', and I was like, maybe I could do that to my car. Isn't this your favorite genre of uh, Camaro slash Trans Am, Sam? Yes. Actually, no. Mine is the uh, box body, the one after this, which are hot now. The Smokey and the Bandit. No. The Okay. Well, it would be a Camaro, but it's the Kit Knight Rider generation. Yeah, okay. Right, right, Gen right. 3 or whatever. Okay. It's actually sure. Yeah, there's like a Gen 1.5 because remember they did the round headlights on this body for like one year in between the first one and mm -hmm. this generation. That's really hard to find car. This has got the big nose, the big flared nostrils, whereas yeah. the Smokey and the Band, it's a lot more wedge shaped. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thought for you, Sam. Speaking of kit, I was out shopping this weekend. And I was talking dun -dun. to my mom dun -dun, dun -dun, about dun -dun. the golf cart club dun -dun. in my neighborhood dun -dun. and how I need to be dun -dun. part of this dun -dun. golf dun -dun. cart dun -dun. thing, right? Dun -dun. Dun -dun. So I decided dun -dun. I am going to buy dun -dun. a $3,000 <laughs> golf cart, right? And then I'm going to bedazzle it and I'm going to put a kit uh, front on, on the front of it with a little laser thing, you know, that the kit scanner. And then I'm just going to blast the uh, Knight Rider theme music everywhere I go. Lame. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> Super lame. And then pass out I mean, the it would be completely obnoxious. You're right. But yeah, but then, I don't know. I think it would be more fun if you did like something with the like horns and then eastbound and down at full volume. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. The Gator Mobile. All right. So our boy Koi, our boy Koi, Koi boy. Uh, from Squirrel Girl? Weird. Uh, so anyways, uh, David Carradine plays a guy named Coy. He's a race car driver. Uh, Coy was a race car driver. His name's not Jerry. 35 yeah, years old. And he's getting pitched. He's driving down the road in what seems to be the Cannonball Run, uh, to be like, hey, I just happened to be in the backseat of your car, and I like the way you handle your ride. How about you come race for us, hot dog? And he's like, wow! And then he gets shot in the face. <laughs> Yeah, but it's all Whoa. just a dream, and I'm like, yeah. and, and don't crash that, don't crash that Firebird. That thing's bitching. They crash the piss why, out of why it. Is, why is uh, Linda blindfolded in this dream sequence? What was the representation of that? Because like, she doesn't. Maybe she, she was representing his neck. Oh no! <laughs> See, I was gonna <laughs> get there. It is. I was gonna now get there. there. You had to wait you for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, what, what do you got, Jackie? What's your theory? She didn't understand the truth, so there was no sour lemon in her mouth to wake her back up. I'm afraid I don't get that one. So when you're <laughs> masturbating and you're trying to asphyxiate yourself with a belt, you're supposed to have a lemon what? in your mouth. So that way, when you get close to passing out and you bite down, it, the citrus will wake you back up. And Who told you. you this? It's on the internet, jackass. Why do you look? Why are you looking that up? It's part of an interview story about the NXS guy and how he had lemons huh. next to his body, and he didn't put the lemon in his mouth. He had it in his hand, and that's where the foul play is suspected. I, according to Justin, it's comp- conspiracy. I just think the guy was fucking lazy and was breathing too hard and took it out of his mouth, <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> didn't put it back in and so when the choking started the he didn't have anything to bite down on so he didn't oh, get revived no. <laughs> he probably just got all fucked up and did everything wrong where he's like okay I got the lemons like, I'm choking myself oh crap I forgot to even grab my dick <laughs> <laughs> so if everything goes right according to plan you don't make an O face you make a Renee Zellweger face? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like, nope. I don't, whatever, guys. That's what it takes for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyways, it's not, it's not real. It's a dream. And uh, uh, he wakes up and uh, he looks at the lady next to his bed and he's like, yeah, okay, cool. And then he goes out to the garage and he finds his mechanic in there cranking on this Trans Am. And he's like, what are you doing at four in the morning cranking on this mechanic? He's like, or this car. He's going to be like, this car's awesome. You're going to win all the gumballs and uh, get out of here. Okay. Yeah. But cool. then we have this other weird two sequences that happen at the same time. Absolutely. In, in yeah. this opening where we see two guys and they've got. Uh-huh. dynamite or something that they're sticking on the yeah, dick miller on the bottom of somebody's car we don't even see the car it's right we looks just like see... the same car it looks like the same car yeah, so to me it looks like they're in the garage with these two that are farting uh-huh. off each other and then they're on the other side of the car going yeah we put the the explosive if he goes over 160 it's gonna blow up his car and then they don't hear that, and they're like, excuse me while I put this explosive on, could you move out of the way? <laughs> this is where I wrote down, later on, I would write, draw an arrow, and the words on the side in margin, this is where the confusion begins, because I'm confused yeah, about Dick Miller. It, it it resolves itself, but I am sort of fucking confused for 80% of this movie as to what the fuck is going on. I yeah I'm right with, there with you. All right, so then we get cut to basically not a montage, but like just a bunch of quick jumps, scene jumps uh, of people prepping for the cannonball. Because our first guy, he doesn't even really have a name. He's a car thief. He pretends to be a valet. Yeah. And goes up to this uh, elderly couple and steals their Lincoln Continental. Uh, all uh. Ferris Bueller. No, he's been contracted and, uh, to drop the car off in New York. Yeah. Oh, so he's actually this is his job. Well, that's just and he's that's just convenient. Yeah, he's yeah. just taking advantage of it so he can like, enter the race with their Lincoln. Oh, okay. I had him as a thief this whole time, but uh, was I racist? No, because he gives. Yeah, I guess you were because he gives it back to yeah. him at the end and he goes, "You should probably <laughs> check the oil." But I'm. Hey. Oh. Uh, okay. Um. All right. And then. 
this lady, a bunch of ladies pile in a van. They're like summer Corvette summer type ladies. Like, oh, we're all at the the ice cream shack, and uh, we don't wear bras. Um, and no, that's not what's happening here. It's much worse. You've okay. got the uh, lady that's driving that wants to win the race mm-hmm. has brought them along for evading any traffic violations by pimping out these two girls. They're honeypots? Yeah. They're intentional honeypots. Yeah, and essentially yeah. they also say something about, I worked all summer to pay for your gas. You better fucking win. Yeah. Wow. So like, she's she also is... like, hey, ass, grass, or whatever the other one is. Money. Cash. 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 And she's like, cash only from you two, but if we get into a jam, it's going to be ass. Better not have any grass on you. Right. Just ass. Ass and cash. That's all you're good for? Yeah. Now shut up. I already ate all the grass. Yeah, and, and you're she's wearing like, uniform still. Get your titties out. <laughs> God damn it. That's exactly what I was going to say next. And now you will get your boobs out and shut the fuck up and sit in the back. And then uh, Redman is his name. He's uh, uh, Koi's main rival. He's got a black Dodge Charger, all a Dominic Toretto. And uh, he... I this I don't get this whole thing. So he picks up a honky tonk guitar guy and that honky tonk guitar guy's mom, she, and they're going with him on the cannibal. She, she's paying for the gas, and I guess she might have paid for some of the parts for the car or something. She like set up the ride so that they can broadcast his music from the car across Why? the country to help him launch his country music career. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. And later, that doesn't make any sense. When he first meets this guy and he's such an asshole, he writes down, he says to his mom something about how crazy he is. And then he goes, probably has to jack off in the morning just to get his horse started. (laughs) And the mom's like, no, I do that for him. It's part of the ride situation that we've worked out. How do you start a horse by jacking off? Uh, it's like a mo- it's like a lawnmower. You just pull really hard. Till but you're, it- you're jacking yourself off, and the horse is just like being a horse. Well, that looks dumb, Buster. How about some hay? Uh, maybe it's a metaphor for like hearse purrs. Hearse purrs. And you know the thing that causes the horsepower is the crank shaft. You know, you crank it on your shaft. I don't know. And it doesn't work right unless you use a restrictor plate, David Carradine. Oh, uh, I told you, you, don't have, you just got to be patient. <laughs> All right. So, God, there's. I, I, I wanted to sit there and I, I, I'm sorry, comedy. <laughs> I started listing off car parts in my brain like... What can I do? Piss ton? Like, what if I was to piss a ton? And then I'm like, wait, am I my nine-year-old son? Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so, sorry. Ap- apology to uh, the comedy gods, whoever. Uh, Pan? I'm guessing it's Pan sure. is the comedy god. Okay. Loki? Um, yeah, Loki. Yeah, he's well, maybe a little. I don't, I don't know. know. If I, would you go see Loki in stand-up? Like, if he's playing the club, would you go see Loki? I'd see Pan. No, because Loki's going to do, like... This was a joke, and then he's gonna fucking stab you. Right. Pranks. Right. Yeah, he's pranks. a prankster. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, look, this guy's on the end of my staff. He's a little puppet yeah. now. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now, Pan's just got a flute and horse feet, you know? 
Goat What's he going to do? Yeah, goat feet, whatever. Pan seems like an all right guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, people start showing up for the race. And uh, including these documentarians, uh, they're going to film the whole thing and then release it a month afterwards. I'm bringing that up because it doesn't go anywhere, and it should, and I want to make sure to, I didn't miss something, so uh, we're just going to table that for now. Uh, oh, and also this, man, what the hell? The district attorney gets word about the race. He's like, we got to bust these guys. Put me in the race. And I'm like, dude, sweet. District attorney's going to be in this race? Nope. And that was John Simpson he, and Corman were the district attorneys. He didn't show up. No, they got left on the like, cutting room floor, sweet. I guess, in lieu Damn of- Damn it. 38 minutes of car crash footage that's just the same right. shit from different angles. <laughs> uh, oh, we get introduced yeah, to the so, guy in the Bronco, too, with his wife and two oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, blazer. I'm doing blazer. it all for you, guy, for you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, you've got kitty porn on your computer. Yeah, probably. Like, you probably. look like a sleazy fucker that steps out on your wife constantly. Farm animals. It's a shoe salesman. Uh, door-to-door shoe salesman. Betting. Yeah, and he doesn't seem like he's very picky. Like he'll just do anybody or anything. Um, Louisa, whatever her name is, uh, she's pretty good looking, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. No, but when you first meet him, you think this guy is a sleaze, and there's there's going to be some sleazy weirdness. He's, he's a sleaze, but he can still have some good taste because uh, his his a fair lady is pretty hot, quite attractive, yeah. way out of yeah. his league. Yeah, way out of his and. League. I'm sorry, but he does not have. He's driving a Ford Bronco. He doesn't have the it's kind of Chevy. money that looks. It's a goddamn it's a K5 Chevy Blazer. Blazer. God damn it, Jesus Christ! Well, he doesn't have the money to support Louisa in the way that she's used to being supported. Are you kidding me? You don't know anything. In 1976, the Chevy Blazer was an American goddamn icon. Those things were expensive. Yeah, like like twenty thousand dollars in. 1976 money. They, they were expensive. The ads, you go look at the ads that they would sell those, the Broncos, the Blazers, and the Trail Dusters. They're like on top of mountains. It's really expensive photography. The Trail Duster has a guy like falconing off the mountain with his it's ridiculous stuff. Those were very expensive cars. And today, you can't get into a K5 Blazer without, like, if it runs and uh, is, like, if it's if it's nice... You're talking forty, fifty thousand dollars. They're hard to build because they all got built. So the ones that are left are, are they're just random parts that weren't good enough to refix the new ones. So like that's a market that's pretty much topped out. Like you're not going to get into one of those till somebody dies, oh, pretty much. I yeah, well that yeah, nobody sells them, but they are starting to come around on like Barrett Jackson and stuff. And I'm talking seriously like sixty, seventy thousand yeah. dollars. So <laughs> nice try. Bronco late. Yeah, I sure. Guess when you were growing up, like 15 years later, uh, the mid 90s, people that were driving Chevy Blazers, they weren't nice Blazers. They were pretty road the, hard. So, yeah. When we were kids, that was the rattle box. The K5 yeah. Blazer was the one that made all of the noises down the road, like everything on it rattled. But now they're a hot commodity. And when they were brand new, they were super expensive. They had all sorts of weird features. You could get them with a power window in the back. I mean, there was yeah. I think this guy. I think he's a successful door to door salesman. Whatever he's flinging, he's good at it. Because not to mention, he leases a goddamn airplane to put yeah. his goddamn blazer in. A cargo. Who's jet. got that kind of money? He's got all. He's flush with cash. Yeah, he's 
He's the Elon Musk of shoe sales. <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of seemed like maybe his wife doesn't see a lot of the money or whatever. Cause she was like, here's a bottle of champagne. She's oh, making no. it seem like, right. like this yeah, bottle nah. of champagne is, nah. and it's probably Cook's. I don't know. It looked like a bottle mm-hmm. of Cook's, but it was like, you know, we, I spent all this money, you know, our grocery money to get you this bottle of champagne so that when you win, it can change our lives. That's, that's kind of the way that she was coming off to me. So that's absolutely. That's why I was thinking that he didn't have two dimes to rub together. No, no he has. He's he only gives her two dimes to rub together, and he spends all the rest of it chasing tail. This guy's a future episode of Unsolved Mysteries, where it's revealed that a he fleeced the government, he's wanted for fraud, uh, tax evasion, and it turns out he had ten families all over the country. That's who this guy is. He's loaded. Nobody sees any of it. Not even the man. And he's D.B. Cooper. Yep. No, no. He's too fat he's for D.B. He's too fat <laughs> to make it out of like, can you, do we have a larger parachute? Just right out the door into the engine is if his D.B. Coopering. I mean, like that plane's going down because a fat man got sucked into the engine. No, when he <laughs> finally <laughs> rustles the door open, he has to sit down and take a break. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, 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 and they apprehend oh. him. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the line for you, Buster. That was quite the story. <laughs> Fucking Robert Stack is like, update. <laughs> <laughs> they got him. <laughs> they cut the badass while he was taking a break. <laughs> a break from three minutes of manual labor. <laughs> Okay, so so uh, who else? Anybody else that enters the race at this point that we care about? Zippo. Uh, Robert Carradine. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, Zippo, and he, he's got a clone of uh, Coy's car, the Cannonball car. This is a dubious secret plan that his best friend has. He's like, "You're gonna win, even if you don't win, because I'm you." And he's like, "What?" They do the Spider Man. Clone yeah, thing. and then he's just like, "What? That's your plan?" He's like, "Oh yeah, see you later." And it's like, "Okay, <laughs> whatever." I mean, he's even got the shoes. He's got the little pink mm-hmm. uh, jacket thing. He's got the ascot. Yep. I mean, he's and he even tells uh, Linda later when she's driving with him, "I used to look just like Carradine. I just had a different haircut." No, you didn't. And she looks at him like, "Nope." nope. No, you're no, way no, too no, good no. looking to look anything like that. <laughs> that old fog. Yeah, like you're maybe 28, 29. He's he looks mm-hmm. like he's like fifty five. Yeah, when he was when he was twenty eight, twenty nine, <laughs> he looked like he was fifty five. Uh, yeah, and also we should uh we should mention that uh, Linda c- does come down to stop uh Coy. She's like, Coy, you can't race in the thing. I'm just being so sexy right now, and he's like, What? Speak up. Oh, you can't race in the goddamn thing. And he's like, look, just because you're my parole officer, what? Yeah. He's, uh, Koi ran over a kid or something? No, he got his know. co-pilot killed in a race or some bullshit. Okay, yeah. And All I right. guess maybe him and the other guy got kicked out of NASCAR for, like, yeah. crashing too okay. hard, which is a There's thing that Coy- did not happen in yeah. the 70s. No. It was like... Uh-uh. You guys aren't 
You're not going to do anything in this league. You're not crashing anybody out. What the fuck? You can't <laughs> right. drive worth shit. Get out of this league. Rubin's racing. Rubin is racing. <laughs> These guys would be on the circuit every week if that was the case. I mean, uh, shit, right yeah. now they've got people crash. Like, if you look up any NASCAR news right now, there's just feuds from people crashing the piss out of each other. So in, I'm going to translate for Linda and use my stage voice because that's what she needed to learn how to use. Uh, Coy, you can't get in this race because you're on parole. And if you get one speeding ticket, Buster, that judge is going to haul your ass in. And he's going to slam that door shut and you're never going to see the light of day again. And there's no belts in prison. Sometimes you can, like, take the towels, maybe the blankets and kind of tie them together. Usually people do that and try to dive out the window and be like Birdman of Alcatraz. You're uh maybe if you have a good cellmate, he'll strangle you while you're jacking yeah. off. You're hung man of San Quentin. Hey, Oh, <laughs> Jackie is, she doesn't like, She's like, you don't get it. There's lemons, okay? <laughs> There's a technique. You can't just tie it together, blankets. <laughs> Amateurs. You've got, like, a, a wall in your office with different maps of the human body and, like, push pins and yarn connecting, like, La laser pointer. lemon to the mouth, hand to the wiener, <laughs> belt. I've got a book full of diagrams. Yes, Sam. <laughs> yeah. So that when I have to have the talk with my son, I'll be like, just read this book. Anything that's got a red label on the top, you probably shouldn't try until you're a little more advanced. Or ever. <laughs> it's called Kane's Anatomy. Because he was Kane and Kung Fu. Um, <laughs> I can't read. If I had a, a tie-on right now. Yeah. <laughs> And you could use it to strangle yourself while you jacked off. But you better have out, safety Letterman. limits. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, then Redmond pulls up and he's got, it appears to be old blood between uh, him and Coy. Like, he's like, I'm going to race because you're shithead for that thing you pulled in 72. And Red Coy's like, okay, fuck off, I guess. But also, I hate you. Goodbye. Uh, and... He, uh, Redmond sneaks behind his car and chucks something out of the trunk. And you're like, well, that's not a car part. That's not sabotage. I couldn't tell what it was until later. He just like grabbed the jack and threw it out, which should have been under the tire. And why is your trunk open? Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So Benny, Dick Miller, we learn is Coy's brother. And he's betting on Coy, and he goes to Lester's house, Par Paul Bartell's character's house. And I guess Paul Bartell is, or, or Lester is a loan shark or something. He's a book nature. Okay. And he likes. But he doesn't bet on him. He asks for more money. I he's don't know already, what he is then. So he, he's already bet, and he wants to put another t like 10 or 20K on his brother. And the bookie goes, I know you're not good for that. You're already maxed out. I don't think bookies. I don't think bookies do loans. Do. Loan sharks do loans. Yeah, I don't know where this. I don't know how bookies work back then, but yeah, you gotta have the. It's cash right then. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just like Vegas, right? Give me the money that you want to bet. I'm not, there's no credit here. I don't know. I'm not really sure how illegal gambling works, really. I've only bet like legally. Like, I don't even bet you guys. It seems like there's probably bookies out there because this is a recurring theme in films where guys are like really down. It's like, how did you get the double? Like, they want to just be able to like, this like their credit. They can just send their guys out and rustle this fella mm-hmm. for however much cash he is got on him because he's permanently in debt. So there's just like I've, a guy that you set up to shake down weekly, I guess. I feel I feel like that's a, a whole side of crime that there's not enough uh, attention being thrown into. Everybody likes the murder shows and like the the El Chapo documentaries. But how about we learn like we as uneducated white people that don't have anything to do with crime because we're too weenie uh need to like have some documentaries about like bookies and like leg breakers and kneecappers so here's the deal two knees tony the the reason it's not sexy and glamorous justin is because Mm -hmm. they have to keep their guys in fighting shape for when shit really goes down and so the people that they're shaking down weekly that's their exercise routine to make sure that they can still fight huh it's an interesting theory okay Maybe Jackie should make a documentary about bookies and loan sharks. Be like, do you still got it, Frank? Can you still curb somebody? Like in the good old days? Or have you lost your stomach for it? Get out there. Curb somebody like like their wheels? No, that's when you put somebody's mouth over the side of a... That's curb stomping. I don't think you know shit. (laughs) Hey, this is my goddamn documentary. You shut up. You didn't even know about the limits. Uh, Sir, uh, are you you doing a lot of curbing these days? (laughs) All right. Benny, you need to go put Steve on the knuckle sandwich diet, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Put, Put them all in the fridge. The, you the need to go give him fridge. a meat pack. Yeah. Right. No, the meat pack is in Carradine's pants. <laughs> he wears mushy rain shoes. <laughs> he sleeps with the octopuses. <laughs> Luca Prozzi sings with the fishes. <laughs> tenor. He, he did tenor, yeah, right? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, uh, Benny's, uh, Lester's like, no, you're no good for it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we get the rules about the bomb, and still Lester's like, no, I'm not I'm not giving you any money, because you just, like, whatever, you're you're an idiot. So, meanwhile, we forgot to mention the German guy. I don't, I'm not even sure what his name is, uh, but he's driving a yellow Pantera, and he's passing everybody, and they're like, whoa, look at that guy go, and he's like, see, America cause a crap. And, uh, and he talks to himself a lot about, like, a lot. You just think if Hitler would have won, this would have been homeland, part of the homeland. Which is, which is crap. That's so fucking racist. You know how much in 1976 the German people like they weren't. It was unhappy place. Yeah, they weren't down with Hitler. Like that's not cool, man. Yeah, you notice yeah. that they don't have a Disneyland in Germany. What does that have what to do with that, Hitler? What? Because they're unhappy. Okay. Also, why is this guy no, driving? I a- don't think they like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's here in Germany. We do not like the bullshit. <laughs> uh, no, like Jackie, that has nothing to do with anything. Those people were mortified afterwards that Hitler was even a thing. They banned like like 
free speech, free speech. We live in a Western democracy. Uh, not in Germany. You can't say shit. Like, no Heil Hitler, no fucking swastikas. They will fucking cut your balls off. Uh, I mean, it's just like, oh, the Germans love Hitler. Uh -huh -huh, said this movie's script, Don Simpson. Fuck off, Don, Don Simpson. Don Simpson. Those, those, those people were crushed under boot, man. Have some respect. That's how I feel. He only about has respect for cocaine. Right. Speaking of going a bad way, he died of constipation. <laughs> oh he did. He was trying to shit so hard his heart burst. Holy Jesus. After he couldn't screw a couple hookers because he was all stoved up on cocaine. Hell of a way to go, Don Simpson. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, me also, the, uh, the Lincoln guy, the valet is pulling up to the ladies in the van and being like, hey, ladies, how you doing? And they're like, fuck off, get off the rope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Rude. Um, uh, and he catches up to Koi, or Redman catches up to Koi, runs him off the road, rams him off the road. Like, this is a reoccurring thing. Everybody's getting ran off the road in this movie. Yeah, it's a demolition derby, not a race that would be run conventionally where you wouldn't really... Pass each other except for fuel stops. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that causes Koi to be like, all right, maybe this is car ride's a little too dangerous for Linda. Zippo, can you come over here? Linda, you ride with Zippo. That'll be safe. Because they're not gunning for the car. They're gunning they're for gunning me. They're gunning for me, and he's dressed exactly no. like me, and he's not as good of right. a driver. So get in his car. Confusion. Yeah, be safer. Yep. Yeah, this was... Like, no, buddy, they're all trying to win $100,000. They don't give a fuck who they have to run off the road. So he's just an egomaniac at this point. His shirt's unbuttoned. He's letting his flabby body fly. <laughs> you know, he's trying to pull off the sex, and I'm like, no. The only thing you've got is meat package in the front that I'm kind of interested if your pants are going to burst at any point in time during this movie. Sam, do you find it weird that she likes Chris Christopherson and Sam Elliott, but she doesn't like David Carradine? Chris Christopherson has more defined shoulders. Okay. They're both, but they're still, both they're, a lot more they're, built. All three of them are gross. David Carradine's they're all really gross. scrawny, though. He's gross. Yeah, but they're all gross, right? Okay. I'm just saying, like, if she's liking those two. And they, like, have a walk, at least. They have some, like, swagger. He's just kind of, like... Like, just squirms around on screen without a shirt on. And you're like, what are you doing? That's weird. And his shirt just know. disappears and reappears for the rest of the fucking movie. Yep, that is true. All right. So uh, the ladies in the van, Lincoln Continental guy catches up to them again. And they're like, okay, let's get it this time. So one of them takes off her bra and it's like, you want this? You want this? And he's like, oh, go! I love bras. Uh, Crash. What? <laughs> yeah. No, they spray him with the fire extinguisher and he oh, crashes. Yeah. It's so stupid. But like, give me that bra. <laughs> like, fuck the bra. Just throw it out of the car now so you can never put it do back on again. Do you see? Do, I mean, like, do you like bras or boobs? Because yeah. you're not getting boobs with the bra. Get the bra. Not, the goods are no longer inside of it. Yeah. But, but, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it's worth crashing the car for because he just kind of, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Stallone enters the film 
by having some KFC with uh, the director. <laughs> and uh, I thought he was going to do more because he, he appears to be a hencher, but then he disappears. This was interesting because Martin Scorsese has more dialogue in this scene than he has in most mm-hmm. of his on-screen appearances. It's like, right. this is the one, Martin? All right. Everybody loves Paul. That's the thing. Everybody loves Paul. Yeah, yeah he's a cool guy. Um, Wait, that was... That was Martin Scorsese. Yeah. The guy with the other, the, the other, the other guy. guy with the black hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Paul yeah. Paul, Bar- ah, Paul Bartel was the second unit director on uh, Boxcar Bertha. Mm, Is that okay. the one that Scorsese did? Or Big Bad Mama. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the Pantera, after passing everybody, he gets a cop on his tail, still cruising around, driving fast, talking to himself. The cop gets on his tail, can't catch up, so he radios up to his buddy ahead, and he's like, you got to block him. So a cop gets in front of him to slow him down, but the guy's like, ha you don't know my secret weapon. When I go very fast, you also go very fast, and then I blow up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I am confused because I clearly saw the plastic whatever bomb put on the Camaro, not on right the German guys. Was that a Lambo, yeah. right? No, it was a Pantera. No, it's it a, a Pantera. Pantera. Which, I mean, that was the other part. I was like, a German is entering the race in the only car that won't make it all the way there without replacing six parts. That makes no sense to me. He would be in a Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) He would be in a car that would at least make it all the way there without without three to four part replacements. Yeah, no shit. He's talking shit about American cars the whole time. It's like, dude, that's an Italian... I mean, the, the brand is Italian. Yeah. They were partnered with Ford throughout the, the entire that project. Is, that but. is one the one Italian supercar of the era that is just undrivable due to part failure. Right. But still, like, who are you to talk shit? That... I'm driving a car with an American engine. Yeah. It's crap. <laughs> driving a crappy Lambo with a 351 in it. Oh, right. I'm worried. <laughs> they sound great. Because it's the Roush firing order, right? <laughs> right. So, yeah, he hits 160 miles an hour and explodes. Uh, he's dead, which I, like, I was really disappointed because I thought that, like, there might be, like, a, a Redman uh, Carradine, like, come to an understanding, and it turned out the whole time the German was the bad yeah, but guy. I think that that was what I was looking for, too, is that they were going to be, like, NASCARing out. And then F1 was going to blow by them like they weren't there. And they're going to like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, we actually have to drive now and just end all of this monkey business. Right. But meanwhile, right. Uh, you know, the brother is watching the race. He's uh, Apparently, he's flat broke because he put all of his money into this, you know, betting on this race, the brother of Carradine, right? But yet he's having them followed by a helicopter and he's flying to right. different destinations and I'm like, why are you flying to like Arizona next to get an update? Yeah, because of his yeah, dubious sabotage plan. Yeah. Well, here, like, not very long after. Okay, so Redmond shoots out Coy's uh, tires and leaves him by the highway. And the thing that he threw out of the car was his uh, jack. Yeah. And he- so he has to back the car up on a, a guardrail to change his back tire. But he gets it done, which was um, pretty ingenious. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um. Then 
what's his name? Benny hires a fake cop to, to pull over the I guess the decoy because he knows the there's decoy. a decoy, but he doesn't right. tell the cop anything. The fake cop anything about that? He's just like pull over this car, like he's left his own sabotage to the toss of a coin. 50-50 chance just, this guy gets it right. I'm good with that. Yeah. How about Redmond? Like, pull over the Black Dodge Charger. That's the one we want to get. Now, Slow him no, down. That guy's too crazy. He knows his fake cop friend is going to get either killed or the shit kicked out of him. Pull over the lady him. filled with fans. So, pull, pull over that Chevy Blazer that we all think is still in this no, race. No, he knows that the but lady no, van is going to work on this guy because those he's just going to hop in yeah, the back and get pot, blown man. up and down the road for... 20 right. miles well, see, you're starting to make sense Dick Miller's plan that doesn't make any well, no. sense. I think uh, that's the problem is that he's factored in all of these minor circumstances that won't work, but has left the major circumstance that might not work completely to chance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And is the guy in the black Camaro, is he the same one from Gator? That's a charger. Black Cam- yeah, it's a charger. But it's not the same. You're doing good today, It's honey. not the same actor. No, no. No, that's Bill no, McKinney no. from a bunch yeah. li- any which way but loose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so Carradine Kung Fu's him, you know, uses his uh cane skills. Oh my and, god. Uh, kicks this was like an old this was bad. This was like it is bad. a really out of shape dude trying to kick dance his way through. He it. was like, let's have a foot dance rubbing off. him. He was foot rubbing him. Mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. only foot rubbing. He wasn't throwing punches. I wanted to stop the movie and put in a Shaw Brothers movie just to get it out of my brain. <laughs> All right. So then Coy catches up to Redman. He sees him getting gas and beer, and he walks into the grocery store where he's standing there drinking beer at the counter, and they just kind of stink eye each other. And then it turns into a whole, like, tear the store apart thing, fist fight. They just tore the I store think- apart. They didn't even do a good job fighting each other. They just no. fuck everything up. And then Cade goes out and kicks out David Carradine's headlights, which Hold should- on. Oh. Hold on. You gotta you gotta break this down a little bit. A trained henchman was just kung fu'd by Koi. So clearly he's the superior fighter to uh, Redman, who doesn't know any kung fu. But you know what, Redman? How Redman defeats him? Soap. Soap. No, he's <laughs> he you know him what? In the you eye. train henchmen, karate guys. Those NASCAR <laughs> boys can throw a fucking punch. <laughs> he gets him with the soap, and he does the whole like pillow thing and naked gun, like ah, <laughs> my face. Ah! <laughs> Meanwhile, not, not dish soap. <laughs> Redman has grabbed his twenty-four pack of beer. Is back on the road. Right, I kicked his uh, lights out, and uh, which it doesn't this, ever come. No, into play, it, it doesn't. It, it makes doesn't. no sense. Be- I'm going to skip ahead because we're we're still only halfway through this thing. So since he's kicked his headlights out, he's then uh, instilled a crippling depression on Koi. <laughs> Who is driving and just leans back and stares at the roof and goes, I don't have any headlights. And then crashes the piss out of his own car in the middle of the day. He turns it over. (laughs) And we're only halfway through the fucking movie. I'm like, wait, what? No. What the fuck just happened? You can't crash the hero car. Are you kidding me? 
And so then he just throws this kind of like poopy tantrum and walks away. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> dang, I'm an idiot. Uh, meanwhile, the ladies, they've gotten pulled over and a couple cops. And so they use the honeypot trap. They bring them into the van for an orgy and they tow the cop car behind the van yeah. along the way. Like, Say this goes right. <laughs> What's the end game? Like, how do they, like, bang these guys so hard that they just kind of push them out? They bang them all the way back to the station, and they're set free with a warning. No, you can't go to the station. You're in a damn race, Sam. But if it's in the right direction. No, you don't even have time to. All to, right, so to... here's what you do. You bang them all the way to the county line, and you drop them off there. Okay, county line. That yeah. works for me. Just kind of, oh, I can't move. And like, you ate too much pork and, yeah. and you pork. Yeah, and you're pork. And they just kind of push them they out go, the side of the yeah. sliding van. You they they suck their brains out through their dicks and they leave them on the side of oh, the road. Don't checky. <laughs> what? I missed that. <laughs> they ate too many fur burgers. <laughs> hey, they use the term in the movie, I'm just regurgitating what I heard. Oh, true. A little 70s uh, pizzazz there for you guys. All right. So, Coy gets his car towed to the, the this junkyard where a couple fanboys are at. And they're like, dude, give us the pink slip on this one. You can have our fucking Mustang race car. And there he's like, you shitheads don't know fucking. Oh, my God. What is under the hood <laughs> of this thing? And they're like, Herspers. <laughs> Herspers. <laughs> Did you notice that the ignition coil uh, was either a uh, Budweiser can or maybe at one point in the 70s, because America, they were selling ignition coils that were painted like Budweiser cans? Maybe. I mean. It was awesome. Go back and freeze frame it. There's a freaking Budweiser can that's got a giant cord that goes to the distributor coming out of it. I was like, I want a Budweiser can in my ignition coil. I don't have a car that's got an ignition coil. God damn it. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> it was bitching. This is the fucking, this is my, if I was getting a Mustang, it's this fucking one right here. This Mustang is fucking awesome. I probably do that. I'm sticking with the 302, the Boss 302. I sure do like the, three, the, the for 351 Mach 1 is my yeah. baby. Yeah. It was faster. It's true. Mach 1 and Zara are pretty sweet. Um, okay. So, anyways. Uh, the Lincoln guy, while, they're, while the ladies are towing this cop car down the road, he pulls up, starts seeing, uh, you know, sweaty Kate Winslet palms against the window of the car. And he's like, oh, no, you don't bang Jack in my house. And so he pulls up next to the, the cop car and chucks like six cans of gasoline into the mm -hmm. damn thing. And then the cigarette lighter from his car. And blows it the fuck up. Blows it the hell up. And and the ladies don't even react, really. They just pull over, somehow disconnect the tow hitch. Oh, I think the car just burned off of it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, the cops are like, oh, it was our car. And they just boots and asses. See you later. Those tow hitches are only rated up to about 3,000 degrees. Yeah. And the police are like, how are we going to explain this? And they're like, what state are we in? It'll be easily explainable. We're in the Midwest. We go back and tell our boss that the honeypots blew us until our car got blown up. And he's like, God, that's the third time this week, boss. 
Okay. Uh, God, I just don't care about the guitar guy and the he mom. He sucks. His most don't. relevant yeah. thing was the jack off to get his horse started. Right. Um. Meanwhile, though, Redman calls in his militia. He calls in a, a roadblock of dirt bikers. These guys are tough. Guys on dirt bikes. They're like, we're going to get him. And he's like, I will not mention that he used to race NASCAR. Because if I mention that, you'll be like, that guy's going to punch us in the face. No. Like, if you're in a movie and you're in a city, like, action sequence, and you've got dirt bike a dirt bike gang, and they're doing that, and they jumping over stuff, and, like, you know, somebody kicks one midair off of a guy, and they've got Uzis and stuff like that. That's cool, but rednecks on dirt bikes are not scary. To These me. aren't even rednecks on dirt bikes. These are teenagers on 125s. No, the one guy had one of those, like, uh, like uh, Boston, uh, not a Boston, but a, uh, one of my, Boston. Uh, he's wearing blue. Um, one of those, like, Confederate commander hats, you know, with the little, like, bolo tie at the top of it. But he was riding a 125. Like, right. We got to get them, you know, N-words. That's what the, the other thing that they do is they burn crosses. Yeah. We'll never catch them on a 125. Do heel clickers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what 20, Actually, you can do a heel clicker. Just, people do some pretty impressive stuff on a 125. Like, fat, a fat guy, a fat guy in a, in a, the back of a K5 blazer that doesn't have a top on it, that's got a rifle. Uh, that's scary to me. Uh, a, uh, a fat guy on a freaking dirt bike is, it's actually kind of comedic gold. It is comedy gold. The engine can barely it's, push it's, his fat yeah. ass around. It's like the clowns in the car. Like, I can't take you seriously. I don't care if you want to burn down America. You're hilarious. Yeah, he sits on <laughs> it and it rubs the fender and that's where the burp comes from. His brap mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. mostly tires rubbing fender. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a terrible, uh, terrible gang, these guys. They get the so, shit kicked out. I'm skipping ahead. They get the shit kicked out. The lady out of them by cop a parole beats officer. the living shit. She's not even a cop, Sam. She's a parole officer. Get no, it right. So, it, in the dialogue, she's actually a, a cop, but she's in charge of his parole or something. Like, she's Her taking badge over. says parole officer. You don't on. even it. It says correction badge. officer. Oh, my yeah. God. She, yeah, she's they not all a cop. get beat up by a prison guard. Yep, that's right. These guys suck. These guys suck. <laughs> which makes which makes Zippo suck even more because he gets his ass kicked by them. Right after he tells her the story of like how close of friends, like first time I got laid, he was there. He was able <laughs> to fit his belt around the rearview mirror and watch us. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh. So did he come or what? <laughs> okay so then coy pulls up he, he uh he rams redman off the road and pulls out to the other two and uh this this doesn't pay off either i mean it's really weird because the last guy the only guy that coy punches out of this group like kind of like goes ow my face and then crawls away underneath the back of the Mustang and punches a hole in the gas tank, I guess. And Coy's like, don't worry about it. You guys go on without me. I'll catch up. I'll fix a hole in my gas tank. And he reaches in and grabs a, what appears to be a bar of soap. 
Sam, you got anything here? I don't. Um, I don't either. If you had gum, gum maybe. Gum, gum maybe. Like how the problem is, is whole- if there's gas coming out of it, gas is so solvent that you'd got to get it cleaned off with like alcohol to make something stick again, right? I, I don't think you can fix a gas tank on the side of the road. Duct tape. I think you're done. Even then, that's dangerous, man. Like you got to let it drain really out. That shit. Clean yeah. it off. Do whatever right. you're going to do. Fill it back soap? up. No, you don't. So maybe he gets the he's soap beat, out. There's all these he's lay. <laughs> and what happens is he's got the soap out. And what you don't see is there's a guy on the other side of the tire. He soaps up his wiener. Right? So that it fits through the hole. Chops no, it off. No. Okay, Sam, back to actual mechanical theory. Uh, what, what, what? What's he doing with the soap? Maybe he's going to take a bath in the gasoline that's leaking out of the car. <laughs> I like my theory better. <laughs> okay. All right. So he needs to he take fixes a bath. His car like, even yeah, when he, he first gets up, the first time you see him, like, yeah. you should take a bath. You look bad. Uh, meanwhile, the Corvette, it's got a bad fan belt. We never even mentioned. And they've been trying to dick with this fan belt for Here's the last the 200 miles. You know how long yeah. uh, that series of Corvette will go without the fan running? Uh, Four minutes before both the head gaskets explode. Yeah, right. They will not. Well, without that fan going, the radiator cannot yeah, get cool. Like, that is a so hot the f- running car. Here's the thing. They say the fan belt's going out, Sam. Then it would be squeaking. It, yeah. No, WD-40 just, will fix that for the miles you need to yeah. make. No, you can't put WD-40. Are you kidding me? No, you put talcum powder on that. WD-40 is actually a really sticky really sticky you can't put wd-40 on your belts you nutty if you're Jesus not going to use man. that belt ever again and you need to get from where you're yeah. at make Talk sure about it. that'll make it stop squeaking the wd-40 will actually get into the belt and it'll keep it'll give it a little bit more life where it doesn't snap abrasive abrasive it's an abrasive no it, it actually has sucking dirt chemical, right into it uh, whatever whatever yeah you got your way yeah, i got mine taking bolts off also like you might have wd-40 in the car what do you got talcum powder for your ass is getting too sweaty in the seat okay that it's is a, 70s, that, i just man. answered my own question right i mean you don't <laughs> gold bond <laughs> it feels nice yeah it always feels name a time where you had talcum powder on your body and you were like eh. i've never put talcum powder <laughs> on my body i, I think you about start. it i'm like you gotta start yeah <laughs> It's very nice. You know what they could have done is just taken off one of her stockings, tied it into the shape of the belt, and made it last. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. A triple A. (laughs) Whatever, dude. No, you can't. You cannot. You just get to a certain point in your life, and you're like, talcum powder goes here. Icy Mm. hot goes here. Right. Yep. You know, you know when you when you have uh, corduroys on and your your legs just go whip whip whip, yeah. whip whip whenever you're walking around. You put some talcum powder. It's just it's just uh, it's a well oiled machine down there from now on. <laughs> okay, Jackie, <laughs> where you out on the talcum powder? <laughs> I think the most disgusting thing I've ever seen involved talcum powder, and that was a very large woman. <laughs> Who had it all over her feet, and all I could think was she just kind of shoved it near her crotch, squeezed it so it kind of went everywhere, and then just let it drip all over her feet and didn't clean it off, and it was just gross. That was the that was the rem- remnants, yeah. Okay. 
All right, so uh, they put the Corvette pulls into this parking lot to to just bust into whatever Chevy that has the same fan belt. They, I guess, that they are clever enough to know what that is, and uh, steal one out of a car, which without taking the fan clutch off, they just like, oh hey, here's a fan belt. Whoop. Cops pull up. They're like, why are you breaking into this car? And he's like, oh, the battery's dead. He's like, well, here, let me help you pop that. Oh, okay. You guys seem like coming up and up. So they just, like, teleport the fan belt off yeah. and then teleport it onto the yeah. other car. And then the cop turns around. Like, Wait a like, second. Oh, hey. That seems fishy because he has no reason to think that something else has happened. Nothing. Nothing. He would have drove off, never looked in his room. This I, is yeah, my favorite bad. part. Uh, well, it's not. It might be. Okay. Actually, this might be my okay. favorite part. Uh Robert Carradine is like, his girlfriend's like, what are we going to do? He's like, you're going to drive. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, what? And then he gets the cop to chase him out of the car, hides mm-hmm. behind a car that's like four feet from where this chase started. Right. The police officer becomes disoriented. He's like, where did he go? <laughs> He's behind. I don't see him anymore. I am an infant. I do not have object permanence. This game of peekaboo has busted my brain. And then he runs out from behind the car, gets in the cop's car, and then they both drive off. And he's like, I've been foiled again by my own lack of object permanence. What happened to him after he was behind that car? Right, and so the so the guy checks the cop car keys, and he wanders up to or he runs up to the cop car, and he tries to start it without the keys. He's like, "I can't start it without the keys," and then just starts looking on the ground for the keys, which is not where he saw him throw them, and then never bothers to uh, dispatch. Said the uh, you know Grand Theft Auto guy. Yeah. Uh, he didn't want to get on the Corvette. He, he was he was southbound. reluctant to get on the radio and go. Um, two teenagers just busted so. my ass stealing a fan belt. I need backup on this one. <laughs> you probably would. You'd take a lot of shit in the you locker room later. A lot of shit. He's like, I'm just going to go get some coffee and not talk about this one ever. Been a good day up until a- now. We're going to forget about this. Going to be a good day from here on out. <sighs> All right, so Redman, uh, he finally kicks the the guitar guy and his mom out of the car. Yay, that joke was really dumb and didn't work for me ever. But weren't you um, glad, though, cor- that they got out of the movie? Like, you don't have to deal with yeah, it anymore? Yeah. Like, right, really. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. yes, that means that we don't have to have this weird, like, dime store cowboy hat bullshit. Where you know his mm-hmm. mom made all of his clothes and shit, right? Yeah. yeah, and I, I was just glad when those two characters were out. I kind of liked the mom, but I would have liked it more if she would have just been a sugar lady that was paying was bankroll rolling it without the son. And he would have been like, it would have been just more would have been funny. Yeah, I would have been more interesting to me if he also had to bang the the lady to get this all this to happen. And so it was like a sugar mama and son situation that would have worked for me better. And their exit of the movie. Would have worked for me better had it been a fiery grim death. Like, uh, boy, your mama sure do love your education type thing. Like Forrest Gump, like that? Kind of. She's doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would have liked it, actually, if she had been, like, 
even more old lady-ish and like like gag like old lady gags like she's doing knitting in the back and he's like he gets ran off the road and starts you know bouncing in the dirt and she's still trying to do her cross stitching yeah uh and then eventually uh she he he says something he does a crime and so she starts beating him with her purse while he's trying to hot dog drive away and somehow the hood flies up because the hood should always fly up Uh, i think you you have it out of the three of us yours is the best yeah she was too boring and he should have been terry bradshaw right should have been terry bradshaw so anyways uh he chases Koi into a construction site, and uh, the bridge isn't finished. They end up on the, the ramp uh, to the, the interstate, and uh, the bus is going 55, and if it goes under 55, it will blow up, so they have to jump it. Everybody get to the front of the bus, because I swear to God, this is the same unfinished freeway as Speed! <laughs> Project. Isn't it? They just It's been sitting there. Isn't that a Don Simpson movie? <laughs> I don't think Speed was Don Simpson, was it? I can't remember. I don't know, but it's great. But I, I, it just looks the exact same. It's like the same distance. Like, we gotta jump it. <laughs> yeah, I like this. This actually is one of the only things. That, it doesn't work. Oh, my work God. Because it looks so bad, though. Oh, right. Just do it. Just do it, guys. If you're going to do it, do they it. It's just a stunt car. No, get it. Freaking RC unit. Get a guy and wire it up. And they crashed so many cars in this goddamn scene. I don't think they just, did, Justin, because I watched all the way to the end of the credits. A little spoiler alert. Shaw Brothers. I mentioned them earlier specifically for this. Mm-hmm. Shaw Brothers had a credit in this. I think that car crash was remotely done in Hong Kong. Oh, I couldn't oh verify my. any of this, but why the fuck okay. else okay. would right. they be All on right. the credit so we'll, list? Let, let's get there. Uh, Koi turns around. He's getting shot at uh, Redmond, and he jumps it. He just flies across in this. Uh, he gets up to like 120 or something like that and clears. What, he, what are we thinking? Like 100... 100 feet? 70. 50 feet. Let's call it 50. Let's feet. just be conservative and say 50 yeah. feet in without a car a that weighs 6,000 pounds? Without, yeah. Like, when that bus hits that same thing, it, it goes up a little, you know, little ramp. There's a little kicker made of tarp Yeah, they show. So it's like, oh, it's going to hit that, and it'll go up. And he makes yeah, he the does, jump, yeah. and it's fun because, like, uh, Cade's like, oh, I got him now, and then halfway through he's like, I don't really know what he's doing. Oh my god, the bridge, the bridge is out! Mm-hmm. And then he dies. Well, he no, does not he make tries it. to gun it so he can make it, but the guitar head oh, that's is right. stuck, and so it's underneath the gas pedal, so he can't accelerate as much as he needs to, and he can't break his... enough to stop himself, so he ends up falling off. He's gonna die either way. He... His hatred of music killed him. Yep. Let that be a lesson to Let you. Let that be you, a lesson to you. You, the town of Footloose. If you don't like it, you're going to die. <laughs> In fire. <laughs> so then, so Redmond's dead, and Koi jumps over the thing skid slides sideways across the finish line and everybody else in the race rushes up and hugs him 
And they're like, yeah, you won, dude. And he high fives Linda and they kiss. And he's like, how about we get that sailboat now? And they float away into the sunset because that's where the movie should have ended. <laughs> it doesn't, it end, doesn't here. end here. <laughs> the bad guy's defeated. The big climactic stun has happened. And there's still like another 30 minutes of this movie. What the hell? <laughs> And at this point, I'm going to be honest, until this jump happens, I am very confused, but even more uh-huh. bored with this movie. Okay. All right. Well, in the jump, uh, like, we'll things start happening. Well, now some assassins involved. It's the same henchman from before. What henchman? The, the guy cop, that motorcycle cop foot guy. rubbed to the that, ground. What the hell, Benny? Who are you hiring? I don't know. Kill, kill my brother's best friend. That's what I need to have happen right here. Because he's being stupid. The du- he is dumb. The dubious plan of the decoy car was dubious enough as it is, but now to be like, I gotta make extra certain, so kill the decoy car that would win in either event? You got a two for one. The deck's loaded. Don't fuck it up. And he's like, I'm gonna fuck it up. I fucked it. I'm going to fuck it up. So, yeah, he fucking shoots Zippo right in the fucking head. The car crashed. Fortunately, Zippo was kind enough on his way to die. Slowed down from 120 to about uh, five miles an hour so that Linda could be like, oh, no, she (laughs) was was still going 80 and she ended up in the hospital. She's dead if it's going 80, Sam. She's dead as shit. If if it's going 30, she's dead as shit. You got to slow down to about 15 for a person to flop oh, out of the I, side yeah, of the car. I knew a gal that went out of the back of a pickup at 30 and she was fine. She was she wasn't fine. <laughs> she was not happy about it, but she didn't even I'm go okay. to the hospital. She's just <laughs> fucked up pretty good, but she it was all total recovery. Like didn't go to the hospital, raspberries everywhere. That's okay, all right. But not 80. No. Not 80. You're dead. You're dead. Maybe. I it just depends. No, it doesn't depend. If you have, it's just simple physics, Sam. God damn it. If you're going 80 and you hit the ground, it's like hitting a wall at 80. No, Jonathan lost his bike at 60 and starfished <laughs> off the exit ramp and walked away from it. So, Jonathan. I can't right, use last so- names, but our friend Troy's <laughs> brother, Jonathan. No, no, he did. He did. He. He was wearing leather yeah, he was. and protective gear. He was gear. wearing protective she's, gear, but he, she's wearing a sundress. She's got a badge to protect her, goddammit, from the <laughs> corrections <laughs> no, facility. She's, she's not she's not okay, man. She's in a whole skin suit. They but were I still going think around the corner, like maybe they were going fifty. I don't know. But she's yeah. she's in the hospital and she we had like <laughs> a right. full body cast later, so she's not doing okay. And then the Lincoln's like, whoa, I was just here to hit on ladies. There's an assassin. He clips the car that the assassin's underneath, which causes the car to drop off its jack, yeah. which seems like, why would you crawl under to be in a sat? Like you jack up a car, then I'm going to hide under it. It's very weird assassinating. And he gets smashed yeah. to death and you get some nice orange Corman blood. Yeah. Uh, well, then the Corvette pulls up and they pick up Linda and they're like, Jesus, we got to take her to the hospital. So they take her to the hospital and. Uh, then they're like, look, there's nothing else you can do for them, for her. You need to just go home. And 
he's talking about running for governor or some shit. And she's like, look, nobody's going to vote for a governor that didn't finish the race. So he goes over to the doctor and he's like, hey, can I get a little something so I can stay up for the next couple hours? And then mm-hmm. we cut to them driving. No, we cut to more crashing. So we cut from Jackie. So uh, it, uh, are we this still is, in the uh, crash? So the crash is we like 38 minutes long. The Corvette picks up Linda and is like, hey, we got to get her out. And they carry her into the car and kind of set her in the passenger seat while the lady sits kind of weird, uncomfortable because it's a two-seater, and they drive away. Then a van full of mannequins crashes. Then we go to the hospital. Then they have that dialogue, which would take about 30 minutes. Give them the benefit (sighs) of the doubt because they're hauling ass. Just say 30 minutes to an hour that she's been in the hospital. Then we cut back to the traffic scene. So... (laughs) But when they're leaving, she's like, we can't move her. And they're like, well, we have to. We have to get her to the hospital. And then his girlfriend again is like, I think we're causing a pileup. And he's like, don't worry about those dead people. We can save this one. We got to keep going. And then they get her to the hospital. He asks the doctor for some speed. The doctor's like, oh, sure. This is the 70s. Here's a whole yeah. fucking bag of it. Got some in my pocket. And uh, then they you, come you back. expect me to be a doctor or not on speed? <laughs> to this crash that has been continually going for an hour. There's fire and bodies everywhere. Cars are piling up. It's- it is a nightmare scenario for the uh, public safety board that was in charge of putting seatbelts in cars and whoever that organization was that Ralph Nader said we're not going to do these piece of crap on safe cars anymore this is like Ralph Nader sees this and it's like Jesus Christ Jesus Christ and then that and then all of a sudden men like Stan the man chucking man are hired in in transportation scenarios where they're mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we need to we need to nip this on the bud how serious I mean, are you about these this? These people Dan? cannot stop. No. They cannot stop. They're like I mean, this isn't like on a blind corner. This is in the middle of the damn fucking whatever freeways are in New York outside cuz I don't This has got to be closer to we're, we we got to be to like Phoenix now or something or some it, major city. Phoenix. I don't they wouldn't go to the Phoenix. The movie's almost over. The movie's almost so they're, over. They're next to New York. Oh, this, yeah, they're going like, the other way. Pittsburgh. They're going the other way. I keep, I keep like forgetting that they did it backwards for whatever, like, to keep it secret and keep it safe. Right. Um. So, yeah, they're, like, in fucking Baltimore or some shit. Yeah. And then the ladies in the van pull up. And this I love. They're like, holy crap, look at all this traffic, you know, this carnage on the road. And so they start weaving through it. Meanwhile, we're still hearing cars crashing crashing ahead of them, which means that they were able to be like, oh, we've got to be careful in this terrible scenario. And people are just like, yeah, they're like, fuck the man. I can't drive 55. People are passing cannonball runners to crash, to crash and die in fire. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. All right. So we're at the finish line, and 
the Chevy Blazer guy pulls up because he's been having an affair the entire time with Tits McGee. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he pulls in first. And they're like, yay, you won. And he, honey, break out the champagne. And she's like, oh, no, I left it in the plane. <laughs> and then she looks right at the officials like, yeah, he cheated. Get it? Look <laughs> at his fat ass in this K5. He didn't fucking make it. Not even a bug on the windshield, you dipshits. That he doesn't smell right. like a garbage can. That was the other uh, indicator. You that will he had- smell like a garbage can if you <laughs> <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> After you've been in your car for you know two days, you're gonna smell like rotten trash. There is no and and like crotch rot. It'll be no. It's actually a very uh, musty and congealed blend of beef jerky and bo by the time you get out of the car (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody's in nyc now that's who's left or alive whatever uh lester and benny they pull up to the finish line and uh the ladies they're trying to weave through traffic but they pull into an alley and somebody pulls out in front of them they crash they're done uh so then coy crosses the line He's he's arguably the first, and he then he's walking out of the car, and everybody's like, "How'd you avoid the pileup?" And he's like, "What pileup?" And Betty's like, "Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that." And he's walking up to the. I guess you got to stamp a ticket. Yeah, you punch like your time card ticket. to get the official you punch time. Punch your time card, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Wait a minute, what's this about pile? Where's Linda?" And uh, Benny's like, uh, well, they, don't worry about her. No, Linda's, Linda's in the hospital, McCoy. And, he, and he's like, I got to get out of here. And Coy's like, damn it, I'm a dead man. And Lester yeah. points at his goons and says, get back in the limo, Benny. Yeah. And then the racing team owner is like, don't worry. I don't care whether you, you punch you <laughs> punch the card or not. I know you won the race and you're going to be on my team. You're Let's, a stand-up guy. I'll take you to the hospital. And I own such a nice racing team that I'm taking you to the hospital in my own personal 3 Series BMW? No, that's not a 3 Series. That's a 2002 CSL, man. Those things are oh, bitching. Okay. I, those are the those ones. Those are the ones? Yeah, yeah. No, they're not even a CSL. They're just a BMW 2. That's a BMW 2002. Okay. Ter- it's the worst freaking name for a car. It's a BMW 2002. Is it- so it's a 2002 BMW? No, it's not. No, it's a BMW so 2002. So it was the same platform as the E-whatever, and it is the nicer one of those? No. It was, it was the pre that's the, ra- e. that's the rally. That's the rally car. Yeah. That's the one they won all the championships on. So it's an E-series. I'm still dubious on the E-series as a daily driver. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, the Merc equivalent. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so who comes up next? I, I'm I, somebody pulls up with the ticket. Oh, no, wins. Robert Carradine wins. Oh, the Corvette. Yeah, they come back. The we they won? punch their ticket. He's the mayor because he was they were traveling do gooders, other than that point where they killed all those people by leaving the scene of a crime <laughs> and then doing speed afterwards. And then Coy goes into the hospital, he finds Linda and they give the thumb up kiss to each other, and she's like, "But what about my hospital bills? This is pre." And, and that's mean, when he goes, I'm "Shit, pretty fucked up. I should have punched the ticket." Jesus, God damn it! That was a hundred thousand dollars. We're in debt for the rest of our lives. No, Linda. he's got a career as a racing car driver again now. I guess, that's provided true. he crashes enough cars and punches enough guys out, he'll make it in nineteen seventies NASCAR. 
And it looks like he's sure. going to do it if he could just get over that only kicks thing. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Who wants to go first for questions? So I've got one. Corvette couple. Do they uh, go to Miami or do they go to Hawaii and buy a place? Mm-hmm. Do they do they split up? Like, what's the scenario there? Or does you run for like small time office? Yeah. No. So I got the answer to this. What was the guy that got ousted on the recall election? Jerry Brown? No. It was a guy that lost it, got recalled, and Schwaz became the uh, governor. Oh, Marion Barry. No. I can't remember. That's who this guy is. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that get that loses recall to Schwaz. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's in there for a week, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. This guy seems okay to me. Still gets recalled to Schwaz. It's Schwaz. Yeah, probably. But he does but make governor. they're in Hawaii. They're in Hawaii. No, he's no, I thought Schwaz is be- like, I will... I will move to Hawaii to crush you. <laughs> I am the multi-state gubernator. Um, no, no, he's like in Mon- for Montecito, California. Yeah, Montecito. Mon- yeah, they Montecito? were going to run for governor in California eventually. After yeah, he but then the- she says, "Let's buy a house in Hawaii." No, she says with that, that first. Thousand dollars. She says that first for the documentary, and then they're on the road, okay. and he's like, "Hey, crazy idea. I wonder if I get into politics." And she's like, "Maybe you should start small, like dog catcher." Mm. You can't. And, that's okay. not where you start. No, that's not going to get you anywhere. All right. Uh, how many people were killed in pileup? Seventy-three. Seventy-three people. They say seventeen people are in the hospital. How many people are not in the hospital? Seventy-three. They're in the goddamn morgue. Yeah, seventy-three. Because every single one of those cars exploded. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Repeatedly, repeated explosions. The people because it was the same angle shot many times. Yeah, the but. people that are in the hospital got hit by shrapnel. You know, a hundred <laughs> yards off from where it happened. Everybody right? that was there, other than the honeypot van, died. Yeah, no, real, real bad. Like made Walter Cronkite was like, that's shitty. <laughs> That's why Walter Cronkite. Wait, no, that was Paul. No, they did. What's his name? <laughs> the rest. Paul of, Harvey. Paul, Paul Harvey. And that's the rest of the story. Uh, Paul died. <laughs> so I have a question. This is my only okay. question. How bitching was that van? Okay, well, that's my question. Which car in this movie would you like to own, Jackie? You go first. Oh man, I loved the coloring of the. Trans Am, the Cannonball, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say I if I had to be in this race, I would go with the Corvette. I love that car. No, not in this race. Just, just in general, w- which car I, I, do you would, love yeah. I would get the yeah. Corvette. That is okay. a sexy right. looking Corvette. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, like awkward as hell to drive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't right. go fast. It is so weird to drive because of how low the seat is. I I thought about buying one of those and I got in it once and I was like, this is the weirdest car ever. Oh my God. It's so sexy on the outside, but so weird on the inside. You're sitting on the rear axle. It's like a whole Mm -hmm. fucking football field to the end of the car. (laughs) And it doesn't fucking like you, the engine reports when you fire it up and you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is going to be it. And you push the gas pedal and you're like, that's, that's it. That, that, when does it start? When does it go? You just have to mash it. You have to mash it. And you can get going pretty quick if you mash it. And you can actually watch the fuel gauge go down faster than the speedometer goes up when you mash it. 
but I See, would that's still what, own one. Instead of like uh, a Stingray or like they should have named the C4s because the C3s were Stingrays. Mm-hmm. They should have named the, the C4s a new, a cool, clever nickname like that. Like Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo. <laughs> when does it go? When, when does this car actually it's making Wendigo. all of the noise? Why is it not going? <laughs> Wendigo. <laughs> Uh, I don't disagree. Yeah, I would have taken I would have taken the silver cor- Corvette as well. But you say you had some thoughts on the van. I think it's a bitchin' van, but I already t- kind of answered this. That Mustang is what I would have. Mustang, yeah, yeah. It's also good. Notice none of us said the fucking Daytona Pantera. <laughs> I don't like the no. parts counter that much. Sorry, <laughs> parts counter. <laughs> you mean you mean uh, tow it to the junkyard? I, man, Panteras are. They're, what, they're that's what you can say about the Pantera is that the current lot of Panteras that are for sale and are roadworthy are kit cars. The yeah, real exactly. ones never worked. Okay, I'm done. Final recommendations? Jackie? Don't. Okay. Watch Death Race 2000. Yeah, well, obviously. It's the same movie, it's the same actors, and it's a whole hell of a lot more fun than this thing. I was bored for most of it. I was mm-hmm. bored talking about it. Um, You know, and honestly, if we would not have started off with the killing yourself by jacking off in asphyxiation, <laughs> this podcast probably wouldn't have as much juice as it did. <laughs> Shots fired. Sam. 51% do. It was, I do not agree. I do not disagree with what Jackie just said. I just think that the crappy mat work jump, a couple of weirdness, David Carradine just sucking so bad and being weird and waving his cock at the camera. Yeah. And then the car crash that I, I'm accusing Shaw brothers of performing uh, was enough to get me just over the top. Uh, I'm also going to just barely give it a do. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. I kind of liked it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to jump it up a little bit more. I say it's, it's a definite do. It's got historical value. It's got a cavalcade of people that are important in it. Um, it does have some fun sequences. It's got some crap in it, but at the same time, like there's just enough Corman business in it that it works for me. As opposed to uh, the, oh god, I can't even think of the goddamn name. The the money makes the world go round, and we're all boomers, and we talk like a bunch of buttholes. The seventies movie, the, the other Corman movie that we just did not that long ago. That was a Jackie pick. If we I never, forget, I said anything because I can't think of the goddamn movie name. Um, where it's just up its own ass. Yeah. This was never up its own ass, and has a little bit of like. A taste of things to come. Yeah. There's a little bit of Smokey and the Bandit in this. There's a little bit of Cannonball Run, obviously. Yeah. There's just, it, this is a front runner for everything that was better down the road. Yeah. And I think if those better things had never happened, uh, this would be like a great follow up to Death Race 2000 because Death Race 2000 is, frankly, a different movie. It's a dystopian PA movie. This is not. This is rednecking yeah. as it rednecks. So and I still I still do think I enjoy it. I like and it. maybe the moderate success of this does help sell those others. 
that come afterwards. And, and you know, mm. in the first Cannonball run, they did, you know, the ambulance, which is an homage to the original van or whatever. But so there's like this. I don't spirit. want to talk about him. We don't want to talk about him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, the spirit of this seems to travel a bit farther than its strength. And I think mm-hmm. that most of what you like might not have been the Corman business and the Bartel business, but. Either way, they're, you know, in bed together on the front end of the whole thing, so... Right, which is impressive. And a lot of both of what they do after they part company is because of their relationship together, and it's alive and well in this film. It's almost like if Jaws was inspired by a Roger Corman movie, yeah, which isn't the thing... Jaws inspired a bunch of knockoff yeah. Jaws movies. It's, this just usually doesn't go in this direction where we saw a corny, corny, cheesy movie. You know, another Paul, Paul Bartel project that that blew my mind. Look this up. Uh, he was he was in a, as an actor. He wasn't involved, and I didn't mm-hmm. dig very deep into this. But it's a 1974 30 minute short called Frankenweenie. Yeah, Frankenweenie's fun. What the hell, man? There's a live action Frankenweenie yeah. from 1974, and and uh, 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 Tim Burton's like, <laughs> oh, aren't I creative? And everybody respects me for my wacky creativeness. And you're like, dude, dude, I what? Paul Bartel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, actually, speaking of Paul Bartel, leave the this didn't end up on the cutting room floor. Now, um, probably. I have kind of assumed that Mary Waranov is his best friend. The last time he was seen on screen was the movie Perfect Fit, where him and Mary played husband and wife just called mom and dad. And that was the last time he was on screen before he died. So, okay. um, Yeah, Paul Bartel should be more celebrated. And that sort of like outside Hollywood, Mm -hmm. talented people, great friendship should be celebrated. Like he never had the he never had gremlins, but of eating Raul is, is widely regarded. It's as a not. Masterpiece. It's not. Yeah, it's regarded, Sam, but it's not freaking gremlins. He made ten million dollars. People of all the oh, kiss my ass of all the people that gremlins made it out. Joe Dante ten million dollars. I understand, but Joe Dante made it out. Paul Bartel should have had a look at it. Like not with. Mm, it's no, he wasn't like a big deal. He wasn't ever going to get he was, a look at it. He was fun. He was fu- he just as fun as Joe. Well, Dante. he was friend. His best friend was a former uh, Warhol girl, and he was openly gay when it wasn't a okay. There you go. So there you go. He, he made the movies a look that he wanted to make, should've and he was happy with that. But yes, he should have had a look at it because his sexual orientation should have had nothing to do. With his talent. Right. And his talent was massive. We were robbed. We were robbed from Parbaltel. All right. That's our show this week. And uh, next week is Sam's pick. Sam? This crash sequence has only wet my appetite for crashing. Therefore, and because I've just found it recently, available streaming. Because I wasn't going to make anybody pay for this. Mm-hmm. HB Halicki's. Gone in 60 seconds. The original. I will be watching my Blu-ray edition, but it is available for free with ads on Vudu or Tubi. Okay. All right. Back to back car chase movies. Hey, was that a stab at the fact that I made listeners pay last 
like two weeks ago. You didn't make listeners pay. You gifted them with spending $4 on the greatest experience (laughs) the film viewers could enjoy. That's a lot of... uh, Man, that's high praise. It's shaked. I bought it on fucking Blu-ray after I rented it. I just spent like 20 bucks on that movie because it's a fucking... What a piece of work that thing is. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, we will be back in a week. Get to the chopper. Chopper.